you're listening to another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. Welcome back. We are here with episode number 44. We are over one year old now. I am joined today with Corey Mueller. Of course, I am Jared Bradford, and we are going to talk about manly deeds to make your relationships happier with your woman. We outline 10 things, five each. We go back and forth. We talk about things that we've experienced, things we do in our own relationships. We want to share them with you. I hope you can use them, some of them, all of them, one of them, two of them. Bring them to your relationship to improve it today. As always, go to our iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. You can head to our Instagram as well, at Weekly Warrior Podcast. And without further ado, here's the episode. Hey, Corey, what's your favorite Oreo? The mint Oreo. (laughs) Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, mint Oreo is my favorite one. When did you even get the opportunity to try it? Um, I don't know. At one point or another, I've had a a plethora of Oreos. They make a lot of different kinds. They do. They really do. Um, They're actually in the process of making a red, white, and blue Oreo for the 2020 Olympics. Um, anyway, the mint Oreo, only because mint chocolate is my favorite thing. Um, that was my, that's my favorite Oreo. Yeah. Okay. What's yours? Huh? I prefer, I just prefer the old, good old fashioned double stuff. The, the, it's hard to yeah. go. Yeah. It's double hard. Stuff. It's hard to go wrong with the double stuff for sure. You can't go wrong with it. Like the classic Oreos, not enough cream. I need more cream. <laughs> I need double the cream and stuff it between the. Crackers. Did you know there's like a like triple stuffed Oreo as well? Yeah, you know I've seen that, and for me, uh, that's too much cream. <laughs> They've really honed in on the double stuffed as being the perfect. So what you're of saying cream. is double stuff is the perfect amount of cream for your tastes. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to go crazy, you could always just unpack. You know, do the old thing back in elementary school. Twist it, pack it on. You got a quadruple. Yo, stuff. that's crazy though. That's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were the funny kid at the uh, lunch table if you did that. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Anyways. Um. So we're gonna talk about uh some things and some stuff today. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna preface this uh this episode with a little uh. Uh, just a statement yeah possibly to calm some controversy that this may cause um do you do you want to start with that (laughs) what controversy is this episode gonna (laughs) cause (laughs) Um, (laughs) i'll tell you what if your man's not listening then he probably should there's the controversy Damn right. Every man should be bettering himself. Rule number one. That's the uh, pre what's what comes before a book? Like an epilogue. It's the, is after it's a, the prologue. The in- prologue. That's the that's the episode. It's prologue, the introduction. Basically. Yeah. So we're going to talk about uh, 10 things that 10 manly deeds for everyday life with his woman. Yes. And. Seriously, what I wanted to say was, 
we're going to go through these things. And I have five of them. Corey has five. We'll go back and forth. And I didn't hear his five. He didn't hear mine. So it's pretty random and new to us. Yeah. What we're going to say. Um, but it's safe to say that women don't need men to do these things, but rather we think in our experience that these are really good things that a man should do in a relationship. Yes. Um, so we'll probably get into some that we'll go into detail, but like changing a tire, like a woman, yeah, you can, you, you should know how to change a tire. It's a great, great skill to have. Um, but you shouldn't have to change a tire unless you really want to. Cause in our opinion, we're going to be there to change it for you. Ideally. Yeah. Ideally though. Yep. We wouldn't have to change tires cause we'd be up in the millennium Falcon. Right. And then you just change in space tires. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. So neither do I. So let's get this started. How yes. about, how about you go first? Okay. Um, okay. all right. So I'm going to go with number one. So the first thing that I think that every man should do for his woman is learn your woman's love language, um, oh. or love languages. So there's five love languages. Um, and you can probably help me with this. There are acts of service, uh, gifts, receiving or giving, um, physical touch, quality time. Let's see. That's, is that three or four? That would be four. And the fifth one is words of affirmation, words of affirmation. Um, so like the crazy thing about relationships and I've seen this firsthand and I've also seen this secondhand from watching other people's relationships. Like um, you might think that you're doing all the right things. You're get you're bringing your woman home flowers every day. And you know, why isn't she just, why doesn't she love it so much? And um, you know, there should be a more, there should be a bigger reaction to it. And then you mm. figure out that what really makes her happy is when on Saturdays you guys, you know, go to the farmer's market together or spend mm. time together or whatever. Um, so it, you, through that process, if, you know, if you know about this stuff, you can figure out like, oh, her love language is quality time. So j- because I'm bringing home flowers every day, but I'm not spending time with her, um, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. So you can, whatever your woman's love language is or love language is, then you do those things. So, you know, if it's quality time and physical touch, like you're watching a movie together (laughs) and you're, yeah, you're watching a movie together and and you're cuddling on the couch, right? Like, I mean, that's quality time, that's physical touch Mm -hmm. and that fills her cup up, which I mean, it, it makes her happy. So Learn, yeah. learn your woman's love languages. Yeah, that's so that's very, very key. I think that's a great place to start because um, everybody is goes through that process of, I don't know, when you start a relationship, you have the honeymoon phase and everything's good no matter what you're doing because everything's new. But eventually you do fall back into your own way of being and the way you want to receive love and the way you want to give love. Um so to do the five love, love languages quiz, uh, just go to five love And I would suggest that to anybody. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, take both of you take the quiz. It's easy. And, uh, it actually 
is like a legit online quiz. Like not many are, are legit, but that's a really, really good one. Yeah. The cool thing is too, is your love languages oftentimes will evolve. Um, which yeah. my next, my next one will t- kind of touch on that. So I'm not going to, cause I know you, uh, you're going to go next, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, We're gonna go back and forth. Yep. So what's, what would be your first things that Get a man up. should do? Yep. 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 My first one would be get up before she does and make her coffee. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So nothing screams BDE like getting up nice and early and, and getting the coffee brewing. And I have to admit like from a couple episodes ago that this is the one that I suck at. (laughs) Um, But it's the one that when I do get up and get it done, uh, it lights both of our worlds up because uh, she loves when I get up before her. Cause like kind of like signifies I'm leading the way with the day. The day isn't carrying me with it. I'm, I'm charging headfirst and paving the path for her to do the same. Um, also making coffee is just a nice thing that she really appreciates. It's yeah. Just continued warmth and love from that coffee mug. That's that BDE. What does BDE stand for? Yeah. BDE stands for big dick energy. Um, and that that's came out really forward. And that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, yeah, just, that can be just male a, or a, female, right? Yeah. Can, it's just a fun have, word for confidence. You can, have, you can have BDE as a female. Yeah. Yeah, totally. absolutely. I think it's just a, a fun word for confidence. Yes, absolutely. It, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. Wake up early. I mean, I do that too. I, a lot of, most of the time I'm up way before Connor is. So, um, mm-hmm. especially on weekends, I'll get up. I'll make her coffee. Um, she loves it. And yeah. it's something small that really in the long run doesn't make a big difference for me, but it makes a huge difference for her. So, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, by the time you get up, you have the coffee made, the roof is rekindled, <laughs> and you know, you're building a house out back, a nice shed. So yeah, it's, it's a lot going on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So the third thing that yep. every man should do for his woman is trust your woman. Now, mm. I'm going to go with the caveat on this. So trust is super important for any relationship, right? Whether it's, I mean, whether it's with a woman, whether it's with, I mean, it doesn't matter the sex of your partner. Trust is huge. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to build a foundation of trust through communication and mutual respect. Um, so I know in a lot of like toxic relationships, it's the wondering where is my partner? What are they doing? Who are they with? Who are they talking to? Um, my take on this is in a relationship that has a basis of mutual trust and mutual respect, you know, kind of who they're with and what they're doing because they choose to tell you. And so Mm -hmm. you don't have to guess and therefore you trust them Um, because without trust, nothing can evolve because you're always, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you don't trust them, I mean, things break down into simple arguments about like, what are you doing? Who are you with? You know, what are you talking about? Instead of, instead of, you know, the important stuff that actually matters. Um, and I know that because I've been there. So I think that trust, being able to trust your woman is something that every man should be able to do in a relationship because it, it 
is a huge piece of the relationship. And that starts with you and with her and having that open communication. And like I said, it's a basis of mutual respect. I respect this Mm -hmm. person enough to tell them the truth and not hide things from them. Um, Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great one. Uh, It's just a sign of clarity too. I mean, not being able to trust your girl or whatever, whoever it is to go out like with her friends to the bars or whatever and do, do fun things like that. That's such a high school mentality. That's like some bullshit little boy attitude. If you're not able to trust her little dick energy, if you're not able to trust her. Yeah. This little dick. energy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. That's little dick energy. (laughs) Um, I lost my train of thought. Going out to the Thank bars. You. She's doing. <laughs> yeah, she's doing stuff. It's just dumb. So let her do it. If you trust her, then if yeah, if you if you really want to build trust, then you have to let her go do that. It, whatever the it may be, you you know. Um, I still have lost my train of thought. So <laughs> you you really you really got me with that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to number there- four. There's probably no relationship without trust, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. That's the final. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so (sighs) number, this will be number four. Yep, number four. Number four would be write her letters, poems, and notes. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it doesn't matter if you suck at writing or have bad, (laughs) like bad handwriting. Just do it. Um, she's going to love it no matter what. And she might giggle and poke fun at you. And I've gotten that a lot and like, whatever she, I think she'll really love it. Um, just have that BDE stand your ground, keep them coming. I always write just a little poem when I leave to go back to work or school. Um, I mean, I've made, I've mailed her letters before I leave notes. If yeah. I go out for the day for her to come back to yep. sometimes just like related to the dogs or if something needed to get done, like yep. anything, bring this package inside or, expect this to come or whatever. It's not, it's not a text and it's not a phone call. It's different. It's a little note and it's just more personal to her from you. Yes, I completely agree. Um, that's something that I personally, I struggle with more with like now that I'm living with Connor comparatively to when I was dating her more long distance, I was sending mm-hmm. her, I was sending her letters probably once a week and the letters were, you know, well, they were very thought out. And, like, I used a wax stamp on them. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was very kind of romantic, old-fashioned. Um, whereas now in the day-to-day, it's a lot easier to send, like, a text and yeah. say. But it's less, to me, for me, I don't, and she would probably say it doesn't matter. But for me, it feels less personal when it's through a text mm-hmm. and not through, like, this thought out note and, you know, mailed and whatever it's, it's different. Um, yeah, but I absolutely agree with that one. She does a great job with that. She leaves me notes and whatever all over the place. And it's really nice. That's cute. Yeah. Do you keep, do you keep them all? Does she keep all of yours? Yes. I keep all of hers. I am pretty sure she keeps mine, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. It's cute. It's right. real cute. No five. Uh, number five. So this one's going to be a little less, I've had some sort of deep ones. This one's going to be a little less deep. Um, Mm -hmm. help out with random stuff, but do it regularly. 
So, um, mm. like chores in the house, um, help out with s- random stuff, but do it regularly. So it doesn't matter what it is, but do it, help her with it. Um, if it's something that she's working on or it's something that you see her doing, like pick it up, do it for, her, um, and you know, that makes a big difference. And I think that mm-hmm. the other caveat to this is don't be shy to pick up a new chore. So like mm. if you see her, I don't know, like taking out the trash or like this, doing whatever it might be, like don't be shy to like pick that up for her. Um, so she doesn't have to do it. Um, and I think you'd be amazed to see the appreciation that you get and the difference that you see in the attitude around that activity. So, yeah, that's fantastic. I, I think the key thing is regularly. Yeah. So you, you know, it needs to be done uh, like with an ongoing process. It's not a one-time chore and you're a team, right? So you need to kind of help each other do things you each don't want to do, but the shit needs to get done. Right. Exactly. So that's why I said like, Whatever it is, it can be random, but do it regularly. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so number six. Um, mine is brush the snow off her car and watch out for her car Ooh, overall. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So this is regional, <laughs> uh, but it applies. Kind of Absolutely, it applies. To everything. Um, and it's one of those that, like, yeah, she can, she can do that. She can do it on her own. Like, yeah. But she shouldn't have to like this. I, I think it's a weak ass move to let her go out and brush off her own car. If you're staying inside is what I'm getting at. Like that's, that's pretty, that's not a good look in my opinion. Um, she shouldn't have to do that. So if she says she wants to don't let her, yeah. uh, this is where I fall pretty conservative on the scale of relationships is I, I love doing that service for others, especially Jess. So yeah, she's not going to brush the snow off her car. She's not going to have to go out to her car and start it in the cold. Um, she's going to know if she needs new tires. I'm going to wash her car if it gets dirty because she drove it through the mud or slush. Yeah. And if I could change her oil, I would change her oil. But, I mean, there's service centers for that, so I take it there. <laughs> you know, so that's it's pretty cons- – that's where I fall really conservative, actually, is, like, things like that. Like, that's yeah. not her job. You take care of it. Cause yeah. that's just what you feel like your responsibility is. Yep. I think even just the, the act of, even if you're not changing the oil or whatever yourself, taking it to have yeah. it done is still like in and of itself. Like yeah. that's still what you, you know, what you should do. Yeah. Yep. It's one thing she doesn't have to worry about. Cause not every man is mechanically inclined or you might not want to pay. Cause like, I know how to change the oil in my car. But most of the time, I will pay somebody to do it because I don't always sure. have the time or the like lo- the place to do it. So, yeah, or the desire. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Number seven. Number seven. Okay, so this one is um, interesting. So it's <laughs> I want you, a good start. I, every what every man should do for his woman is. Be very, be tough, um, be hard, be a man, but at the same time, be open 
and be in touch with your emotions and be vulnerable. Um, mm. So on the, on the outward side, you should be, so I think about it like this. This is the way my brain sees it. Um, I think about it like the guy who's, cause I'm a rugby player. I see it like that. Like a guy who plays rugby on the outside, you have to be really tough. You have to be very, tenacious you have to be very brave to play a sport like rugby most of the time right yeah on the flip side of that there's the behind closed doors where you have to be so you have to be vulnerable and you have to be in touch with your emotions to make relationships work um Mm -hmm. so essentially and i got these these are quoted words from uh a female friend of mine don't be a bitch (laughs) so we need to be men. Nice. We need to be men. We need to be, you know, go out and chop wood, go out and play a sport, go out and lift weights or whatever, but also be able to be in touch with your emotions and be able to communicate mm-hmm. about your emotions because oftentimes that falls to the wayside is like, be a man, be stoic. Don't show, um, you know, don't show weakness. Um, mm-hmm. But to your, significant other it is important to communicate your emotions and be in touch and be vulnerable and to um to be able to communicate what you need and how you might need it um because that's a lot of times that's the only way the relationships are going to work so don't be a bitch be tough be hard but also show a soft side to yeah. the people that need to see it. That's uh, that's another great point. I love doing this where I don't know what you're going to say. Because so it's it's kind of like the manly side of it is the masculine energy is going out into the world. Like what we talked about earlier is grabbing your sword and going out and slaying the dragon. Like that's the masculine energy. Yeah. Is, it could be anything. Lift weights, chop wood, or like going to sell whatever you're trying I mean, to sell yeah, right whatever. Now, or just yep. going to build your business, reaching yep. out to companies to try to partner with them. So it's, it's not letting your feelings get in the way of your responsibilities where it's cold outside. I don't feel like going outside and, and wiping off her car, but I feel responsible to do it. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's the masculine energy. Um, but also being able to let those feelings the like what you said the softer feelings inside of all of us <laughs> though letting those able to flow in times of relaxation and communication with her yeah it's necessary yeah. yep that's spot on i'm glad you said that thanks um yeah man number eight already wow we're flying eh okay um number eight is compliment her every day Yes. Yeah. So big one. This is a uh, words of affirmation. If we're going back to love languages, yep. uh, it's as, as often as you can make it about her as a person or how she makes you feel. Uh, I think non-physical related are great. I think they're what you should establish often is something like uh, you make me feel at home or I love how passionate you are about whatever it is. Yeah, or you truly make it. Uh, you truly make a difference in my life this way, or in someone else's way, or you're an incredible partner. Um, I, I think those are great, the non-physical appearances, but she's also your significant other, <laughs> and 
that means something. So you share something together that hopefully you don't share with anyone else. And that's the physical attraction that you both act on. Right. Um, so yeah, compliment her on her new hair, those jeans or that butt and <laughs> be a man about it. And respect always comes first, but that's the compliment is so powerful and it can be used to do really great things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I completely agree. I don't know. I don't have much to add because I think you nailed it. Compliment, cool. compliment your woman. Yeah. Number nine. Number nine. Okay. Um. So, don't assimilate. So, hmm. what do I mean oh, by I'm that? Interested. Okay. I don't know. I have no so, idea. So, if we want to put that in a more positive context, be yourself. Okay, so when I say that, I mean, your woman did not fall in love with you for uh, they fell in love with you for you. Okay, so far too often in a relationship, does a man sort of assimilate into what his partners? uh, uh, How do I say this? You know, interests, uh, desires, fantasies. I mean, whatever you want to call it, they kind of meld into one thing which is in i in a in a perfect world that sounds fine but in reality that you are your own person and you need to nurture mm. and you need to grow and you need to develop yourself because your woman has fallen in love with you okay so you as mm-hmm. a man have chose you you know you've chosen to be you know you are who you are so you have to develop and continue to be an individual um and develop that because Mm. if you become more like her that's not who she fell in love with Mm. um and i think that is all too common right now is we as men feel like we have to um assimilate or become like a chameleon and sort of blend in Um, and we can't like be ourselves. Whereas like, you know, maybe she fell in love with you because you were the gearhead or you were the guy who played sports or you were the meathead who like spent time in the gym or whatever. And now you're spending time at home with her watching the bachelor instead of doing that stuff. Like, okay. Like there's a balance. Maybe sometimes, you know, you do those things, but you gotta, you gotta like, remember who you are as a person and continue to develop and grow that person because that's who ultimately who your partner decided to be with. It wasn't because they wanted to be with themselves. It's because they wanted to be with you. That's fucking awesome. I think that was your strongest point ever. (laughs) And, and anything you've had some good, really, really good things to say, but I think that was probably the best thing you've ever said. Well, there it is. I thought it was mint Oreos, <laughs> but you just done it again. There we go. Assimilate. That's, that's so true. Cause uh, we, we don't always have the same love languages either. So you should, what we started with, you should uh, be in tune with her love languages and do what she, the things that make her feel loved. But man, if you're like, it's almost like you're, if you're trying to fake it too much, then it really comes off in a bad way. Yeah. You're changing yourself and like, she's and uncomfortable with that and probably it, not right. The connection for you. just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
if if you have to change who you are as a like as a person and you know if you're the type of guy who loves to sit and play video games like and that's what you do and that's your thing besides you know work or whatever then truthfully if you if you get with a woman who makes you do other stuff besides that and that's not what you, like what really makes you like happy mm-hmm. then maybe that's not the right fit but you know there's a there's a fine line between like pushing you to do some other stuff but you as a person should always be trying to grow and learn and develop yourself mm-hmm. because that's like i said ultimately your partner is going to want that rather than you to just be the same person, you know, stagnant. And people say, yeah. you know, you hear people say that all the time, like 30 years on in a relationship. Well, this isn't the same person that I, you know, fell in love with. I would put money on it that nine times out of 10, it's because that most of the time it, they're saying that about the guy and it's because he's been beaten down and he's weak and he's sad and he's, you know, he does nothing that he used to do mm-hmm. because what he did, what he felt like society was telling him to do, which was, you know, I'm going to submit to the, you know, whatever this is and um, forget about the things that made me me. So maybe I stopped going to the gym. I stopped spending mm-hmm. time in the garage. I stopped, you know what I mean? Like the stuff that yeah. happy wife, happy life type attitude where I'm just going to do whatever makes my wife happy. But maybe the stuff that makes your wife happy is the stuff that isn't even what's talked about. Like maybe you spending time in the gym and you taking care of whatever is what makes her happy because that's what yeah. makes you, you and you have to okay. take care of her. So, yeah. And ultimately I think a lot of men change their direction based on money and they feel like they have to be a provider, which is, extremely noble and, and awesome but what if like the money wasn't everything what's the difference between making seventy thousand and making fifty thousand yeah. if it means you know your relationship suffers it's not worth yeah, it yeah absolutely so i think actually this is i really really relate to this because i think when me and jess first started dating i was coaching and she was going through her schooling and i loved what i did but i didn't make i didn't make dick for money right um but our relationship was great right. and we were young still. So it was, it was new and fresh and it was bound to be good. Um, once I started realizing I need to make more money, like I diverted to be like, I'll go be a cop. I'll apply to the DNR. Yeah. And that looking back was like, it's so far away from who I really was. Right. And she picked up on it. And like, she was like, if you got, if you actually got into that program, I wasn't going to stay with you. Right. And that hit me so hard. I'm like, wow, that because it wasn't you. It, no. Yeah. It made me respect her so much because she really knew who I was and I wasn't living to my truest self. Right. And yeah, it's so true. And the difference between, you know, making money at that job, what, I mean, the DNR hypothetical, let's say they're going to pay me $48,000 a year to now I'm going to physical therapy, which I'll be in somewhere in a range around there or probably more, but it, like, it doesn't, the money is, does, doesn't matter if it, if it, the relationship suffers or you suffer. Exactly. You, you have to be a fulfilled person to be able to have a mm. fulfilled relationship. So it doesn't matter what the money is. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. the thing is, as long as you're doing it and you got, I mean, 
if you're doing what makes if you're doing what you love and it sets you on fire and it fulfills you, your relationship yeah. most of the time is going to be that much better for it. So yeah, because you're fired up and you're bringing that energy home exactly because you love what you and do. you're not miserable and that's worth so much more. Yeah. yeah, man, great point. Fuck, I love this. Okay, <laughs> number ten. Number ten. The final yeah. one. It's a bombshell. Marrier. Marrier. Yeah, lock it up. Yep. If she's the one, bud, then let it rip. Freaking commit. Yeah, get it up. Yeah. You can't float around. You got to make that ultimate uh, brave decision. You got to have that BDE. Yep. You can't float around through life with her. And I truly think the men make decisions. And this is the one of the most rejoiced and important decisions that I think we can make. So, um, I don't know if Jess will listen to this, <laughs> but you should be a man. Talk to her parents and siblings. Yes. Pl- plant that fiance flag and make it tall and proud for the whole world to see. And if she's the one fucking do it. Like my parents uh, say, they say, make an honest woman of her. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's what they, yeah, that's, that's what they say. That's what they tell yeah. you. <laughs> make an honest woman of her. All right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is great. I like it. Cool. Yeah. So that was a uh, man. I really love. I just keep going back to what you said. Don't assimilate. It's a great point. Yeah. Got to be yourself. Yeah. Well, this was. We had ten things. Um, let's uh, let's name them off just by the title. So your first one was. My first one was learn your woman's love languages. Number two was get up before she does and make her damn coffee. Make her damn coffee. Number three was trust your woman. Number three. Number four was write her letters, poems, and notes. Number five was help out with random stuff and do it regularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that one too. Number, that was number five. Number six is brush the snow off her car and watch out for her car overall. Yep. Number six was don't be a bitch, but be in touch with your emotions and be able to be vulnerable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Number eight was compliment her every single day. And number nine was don't assimilate your woman or your person fell in love with you for you. Always be you. Mm. And number 10, marry her. If she's the one, and let it rip. Lock it up. <laughs> Make an honest Lock woman of her. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. I feel great about this. Yeah, me too. So um, I think we're going to wrap it up there. If you guys head over to our Instagram at Weekly Warrior Podcast, you can check out a couple giveaways that we're doing. Right now, we're giving away. Uh, it's a Valentine's Day giveaway, so oh, we're giving yeah. away two weekly Warrior Podcast mugs yep. and a really great couples journal that goes great with this episode as well. Yep. Um, so it's a couples journal. Every day there's a prompt. Both of you can write a response, and it's a really cool thing you can share at night. We love to do it. Corey and Connor, I know you guys like doing it. Yep. Too. And it's for three years, too. Yeah, three years. So you can every year you can go back and see what you wrote. Yep. Really looking forward to couple of years down the road reading it yeah. so cool yeah so head over instagram uh, enter yourself in that we're going to choose a winner randomly in a couple of weeks 
Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. We sincerely appreciate you being here with us. And if you would consider sharing the Weekly Warrior with a friend or family member, that'd be pretty great too. If you haven't already done so, leave us a rating and a short review. Also, check out our Instagram page at Weekly Warrior Podcast for more warrior content. Thanks again for being here with us, and we hope you'll join us next week when we discover the warrior within. Thank you.